Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Headlines is brought to you by Don't take risks. Use a condom every time. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time. Some with spices. Yes, sir. This is John News Prime with me, Samuel Kojo Brace, live from our studio here in Kokomlimli, Accra. We're live on DSTV Channel 421 and GoTV Channel 125 around the world on myjoyonline.com. Coming up, Kolebu Renal Dialysis Unit remains closed to outpatient despite directive from the Minister of Health for it to be opened immediately. The Honorable Minister has directed the Chief Executive of Kolebu to make the post open and issue statements to the Honorable for Ghanaians to know that the place is open. Details are sources at the hospital say some measures will have to be put in place first before resumption of services. Uh, the five-month, 12-days closure of the unit attracted parliamentary attention. There was a bipartisan call for the immediate reopening of the unit. We have details at the House Sermons Health Minister to brief MPs on the continuous closure of the unit. Now also, Dr. Mahmoud Obamia put daylight between himself and the remaining three candidates with an emphatic victory in the USA branch delegate vote. Details as we put a spotlight on Vice President Baumia, who says he is the man the NDC fears the most. Now, uh, later on at uh, 8, we'll bring you prime business after we'll bring you prime sports with Razak Musbao. Well, in the Ghana Premier League in Saint-Germain, extend their unbeaten home record to 16 games with a controversial win over Kumasi Asante Kotoko in Sunyani in the Ghana Premier League. 
We are a home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Please stay with us for details. Prime Headlines was brought to you by Don't Take Risks. Use a condom every time. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time. Some spices. Yes, sir. Now, have you had a cause to discuss your death? I mean, the date on which you die and have you had the choice or you had no choice but to select between your friends and who will go first. Well, that is what a group of friends talk about because they can clearly see death walking briskly towards them. In this edition of Join News Prime, we begin with the grim reality of 46-year-old Gifty Labi and her friends, all of them members of Ghana's Renal Patient Association. They discuss who amongst them is the next to die as their conditions continue to worsen due to the continuous closure of the renal unit of the Kolebu Teaching Hospital. More of that shortly, but first, a father of nine and a resident of Kolegono, Kenneth Quay, is one of the 19 persons who have died within this last six months after the Kolebu Teaching Hospital closed the doors of its renal dialysis unit to outpatients. That's according to the Renal Patient Association of Ghana. Hospital authorities say the facility is in debt due to the, to the tune of uh, 4 million cities. Kenneth's wife, Marian Bangura, says financial difficulties forced her husband to reduce his dialysis treatment from thrice to once a week. The government's promise of settling the debt is yet to be fulfilled. Listen to Marian. Oh, he had kidney failure. It became chronic. He was supposed to go for the dialysis treatment thrice, but he went once. His health deteriorated because of that. He became very weak and died later. The Kolebu Teaching Hospital closed the doors of its renal dialysis unit to outpatients, so it was inaccessible for him. He had to resort to a private facility. He was supposed to do it three times, but he could only do it once. Let's now listen to 46-year-old Gifty Labi, who tells uh, my colleague Maxwell Agbaba that members of the Renal Patient Association discuss who will be the next to die as their condition continues to worsen as a result of the closure. The most painful one, his name is Charles. But Tell me about Charles. Charles was a very young, vibrant guy, very handsome. We do send him going to buy food for us. Even when you see, you wouldn't believe he's sick. When there is something, he he will be taking care of everything. Even if we we are there and we ask the two of us who will go first, everybody will point me. If you say who will go first, what exactly like, are you talking if about? We, but like if we are saying who should die, they will point. They won't point him because he's he's young. You freely discuss that. Oh, sometimes we do. We, we, we are, when we are there, we discuss uh, what happens to us. Oh, today. What, you see death approaching. You see death every day. We see. How? Sometimes, you know, you are there, you, 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 you may be on the machine, you, 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 you might not know what will happen. 
your heart can fail you, you can die. It comes with heart and diabetes. So if you have diabetes, if you have heart problem too, it causes your kidney to uh, to spoil. So that's it. So so it hasn't been easy. A lot of people, a lot of young guys died within this from May to um, to this day. We cannot listen to the PR of the Ministry of Health announcing to the country at midday that a sector minister has ordered the immediate reopening of the OPD Renault Dialysis Unit of the Kolebu Teaching Hospital, which has been shut for the past five months, 12 days, six hours after a, this communications, the Renault Dialysis Unit remains closed to outpatient, despite the so-called directive from the Ministry of Health for it to be opened immediately. The Honorable Minister have directed the Chief Executive of Kolebu to at the matter of make the place open and issue statements for the Napoleon for Ghanaians to know that the place is open, that most of the that we are supposed to pay the good service as we move on to see whether there will be an increment or not with no speaking that week. But we are hoping that they will comply with honorable minister authority. Well, so we know that there were concerns that Kolibu raised, at least. We're waiting for that statement to find out the details of the opening. But let me find out first. Is it taking immediate effect, the opening yes. of the Renal Dialysis yes. Unit? Yes, from the directive of the Honorable Minister, supposed to take immediate effect. And then, uh, the chief executive will know who has also assured that he will work for us back. We hope that he will take uh, consideration, consider the directive of the Honorable Minister and take the opening I listened to the CEO. He's more than willing to open, but the debt, outstanding debt, the 4 million cities debt, is the main concern, plus the cost of consumables subsequently. Has that all been sorted, you'd say? Yes. As part of their discussion, of which I, I know, the Honorable Minister has addressed a number of issues regarding the outstanding and then the differences that will come after. And so they've spoken about it, and it's had a stakeholders uh, discussion. A lot of the ban. And we are sure that 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 will be taken care of. Well, the matter attracted parliamentary attention on Thursday. In fact, there was a bipartisan call directed at the Kolebu Teaching Hospital to immediately reopen the outpatient department of its renal unit. Delivering a statement on the floor of the House, ranking member of the Health Committee described the hospital's closure of the facility as unconscionable. Parliamentary Affairs correspondent Kwekwa Sante has more in the following report. A frantic appeal to the Kolebu Teaching Hospital to reopen the OPD of its renal unit to save lives. Already, the Renal Patients Association says a dozen of their colleagues have died following their inability to access healthcare services. According to Minority Spokesperson on Health, Kwabina Minta Kando, government must intervene to get the facility reopened immediately. Parliament as a whole should be deeply concerned about the persistent closure of the renal unit outpatient department at Kolebu Teaching Hospital. This situation has far-reaching implications for the well-being of dialysis patients in Ghana and raises serious questions about the commitment of government to transparency and accountability in our healthcare institutions. In the initial case of the facilities closure, was attributed to scarcity of essential medical consumables required for dialysis. When dialysis medical consumables were finally procured, the service saw an unprecedented increase in fees from 380 Ghana cities 
to 765.42. A Minister of Health and the Hospital Administration must, as a matter of priority, address this situation. The denial of essential healthcare services is a severe violation of patients' rights and a breach of public trust. We implore the government to work diligently with the hospital to, rec to rectify this situation and uphold its commitment to providing accessible and affordable healthcare service to all citizens. The paramount objective must be the prompt reopening of the renal unit outpatient department and the provision of essential subsidies to ensure that healthcare services are accessible and affordable for all citizens. This call has found support from the majority leadership. Today I fully associate myself with the call for the minister to be programmed to appear. That is something we cannot compromise on. He must appear. And especially in a matter about the lives of our citizenry, we can't take for granted. It can happen to any of us. And so I'm fully associated with that call. It's about the lives of our people. Whatever it takes, he must appear. We must program him to appear and to brief us immediately. The Kolebu Rena unit should be open immediately. And there are some other actions that have been taken. That is why I'm emphasizing the call. As we we need you to bless this call that the minister should be programmed to come and make this statement formally on the floor of parliament. He can't sit in his ministry and engage the media and make this statement. He must come to the representative of the people and make this statement formally in the House. The Speaker has since summoned Health Minister Kikua Jiman Menu to appear before MPs on this urgent matter. To come and brief us on the closure of the renal unit outpatient department and the upsurge of kidney-related problems in Ghana. I mean, the minister should come and tell us something. Almost everywhere, people are talking about the kidney-related problems. He should come and tell us if the NHIS issue can also be captured in relating to uh, kidney-related issues. I mean, he should come and tell us and to the extent the whole nation. So that is my directives. The Renal Patients Association says its members and other kidney patients are dying and more will die if government does not impress upon the Kolobu Teaching Hospital to reopen the outpatient department of the renal unit of the hospital. This matter has become a big matter on the floor and in a rare show of bipartisan unity, MPs on both sides have been asking the health minister to intervene and get this unit at the Kolobu Teaching Hospital open. MPs say that while citizens must do their best to protect themselves of kidney diseases, those who already have contracted sex diseases must be protected by the state. Reporting for Joy News, Kwekua Sante, Parliament House, Accra. Now, in an attempt to mitigate another possible split from the party after the National Congress, the New Patriotic Party has bonded all four aspirants with an astringent undertaking. Now, this means that Kennedy Japon, Dr. Baumia Adainimo, and Dr. Efriye Akoto are bound 
not to resign from the party if any of them should lose the elections. Now, this action stems from the precedent, a precedent set by Alan Chermanting, who resigned from the party and established a new movement after committing third in the superdelegate conference. General Secretary Justin Kodia Frimpon said the undertaking is necessary to ensure unity after the Congress. Samuel Imbarova, political desk, has the rest of the story. This decision taken by the three critical organs of the MPP stems from the action taken by Alan Chamante after the superdelegates conference. He broke away from the party with claims that the elections were skewed for a particular candidate. So in attempt to prevent the recurrence of this event, the General Secretary of the NPP, Justin Quidia, said all these aspirants have been made to sign this undertaking. We're able to get the four aspirants contesting, namely Honorable Kennedy Japo, His Excellency Dr. Al-Hajj Mohamed Baumia, Dr. Akutwelfi, and Honorable Adenimo, all signing an, an undertaking. And in summary, what they signed to, and I'll read to all of you, one is to accept the primary election results, two... Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes. Nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. To promote peace and cohesion, three, in the event that they don't win, they will not resign from the party. Four, to support the winner of the primary. Five, to ensure and enforce mechanism that has been established by the party. But is this undertaking legal or is it just a moral guide? Chairman of the National Elections Committee of the MPP, Professor Mike Aaronokwe, explains. So they are morally binding, and we expect that all these gentlemen understand the full parameters of such uh, an agreement. Nevertheless, it can be a standard of measure of judging a person in the future. You entered into this gentleman's agreement, you broke it, Today you have come to say what? So it's as binding as it can be binding on people who are civilized and who know what they are about. Thank you. Meanwhile, Chairman of the NPP, Stephen Tim, is appealing to all aspirants to put the interests of the party before their own interest and rally behind any candidate that eventually emerges victorious. The way forward for us to deal decisively 
with a widespread indiscipline, apathy, and general indifference, indifference in the party. I want to call specifically on the four flag bearer aspirants to commit to working as a team to ensure victory, even if they fail to win on Saturday, rallying by rallying behind the eventual winner. In all, over 204,000 delegates are expected to cast their ballots across all 275 constituencies dotted across the country. All eyes are fixed on the outcome of this election. Already, the Vice President, Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, has been tipped to win the elections. However, the margin is not certain. Reporting for Joy News, Samuel Mbura, Alisa Hotel, Accra. Well, the party's branch in the United States has already voted to determine who amongst the four should lead the party. Isaac Kofi J of RSSDES joins me in studio with details. Kofi, what are the details pointing to? So the details are actually on the big screen right now. And mm. you can see we are having the first test of how Saturday could be. I'm okay. not saying can be, could be. Okay. In fact, this is NPP USA delegates okay. who voted today. And this is the outcome. So, so it means that the MPP USA mm, says Baumia should. Absolutely. Okay. So, 208. Mm. Let me let me let me break it down this way. So, there were 411 delegates who were eligible to vote in this election. Mm -hmm. Only 270, uh, translating to some you know vote, voter turnout of somewhere around 60 66 percent. Uh, they voted, mm -hmm. and 208 of them, which is 77.04%, voted for Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, yeah. mm -hmm. and 60%, 22 uh, 22.22%, which is 60 votes, said, you know, Kennedy Japan should take the second lead. Mm -hmm. Dr. Ousu Efria Koto and Francis Adenimo all had one, representing 0.37% respectively. Now, this creates a certain picture. You've seen the polls, right? Global Info Analytics yeah. and the UK one. Yeah. So if you look at this, in the Global Info Analytics poll, they put um, Kennedy Japan around uh, 25 percent now, they put Dr. Mahmoud Baumia at 43%. Mm -hmm. Now, what is, uh, what is so important is that in that poll, you have about 32%. That is, those who have decided not to tell the posters how, how they will vote yeah. and undecided. They were about 32%. Mm -hmm. That 32%, if all of them decide to vote for Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, mm -hmm. You get close to that 76, 77% that we are talking mm -hmm. about. Mm -hmm. And so they say fear delegates. I mean, that poll actually gives us lots to talk about the dynamics who will join, you know, Kennedy, uh, Kennedy Japan. Japan percentage that Baumia will need to get that 50% plus one, mm -hmm. Kennedy Japan as well, mm -hmm. and the dark horse in the race. And Francis Adenimo, mm -hmm. all of them mm -hmm. eyeing for that big slot okay. on Saturday. And trust me, your election headquarters, we've, we've started already. Mm -hmm. We started computing the, 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 the numbers, and okay. this is what it looks like. Okay. It's the first taste of how, you know, Saturday is going to be. Okay. The uh, NPP USA delegates have voted, mm -hmm. and this is how they say mm -hmm. the party should go. We'll have UK and other mm -hmm. ones also join. Mm -hmm. If you combine this mm -hmm. with the research that the Global Info Analytics did yeah. and the one from, from UK, UK, should 
doctor who's a free yakoto and a dynamo probably before saturday say that well probably we've seen our fate we're not going to go well they say polls are good but they've done their homework they've spoken to delegate mm. and they believe that they still stand that chance of clocking you know the significant portion of the vote to uh, to be at that you know spot that they all want so the two of them mm. although they respect the polls they still believe that come on we know the work we've done we've mm. spoken to delegates if you are tipping Baumia and Kennedy and Japan to be in the front row, we say we also know what we've done. Mm. And we've spoken to delegates and we trust that we will get a significant portion of the vote. But if you look at what, is, what, this, what this figure is actually churning out versus what the polls are actually saying, then you get the impression that because in the poll, you see the two of them hovering around, I think 0.9 and 0.4%. Mm. It means that none of them was able to get 1%. One. Mm. But we are also talking about the possibility of a runoff. If the two of them, they are able to pull about 6%, mm. Kinde Japan also pulls about 40% or 35%, then yeah. it becomes very tricky for Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, who has been tipped to lead or to win uh, Saturday's delegates in mm. the primaries. It becomes difficult. Okay. Then you need to go to a runoff to determine that 50% plus mm. one. But as it stands now, this is the decision of okay. NPP US, US. delegates, and they put Baumia ahead 77%. It's not a poll, this is mm. actual, actual vote. voting. And it will yeah. be added to Saturday's mm. you know, tally to, okay. to, to determine who actually wears the crown. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting uh, uh, things that will be happening on Saturday. But the battleground is set. We will bring everything for you, to you here from every corner of the country here on your election headquarters. Now, on this story, however, political marketing analyst Professor Kobe Wingsa thinks the aspirants in the race are the weakest ever presented by the MPP, pretending a cares on the party's electoral fortunes. We're seeing MPP present very weak candidates to a national election like this. I mean, whichever candidate they actually choose, I don't think that they're in a poor position. I mean, let's look at what Sami was actually saying. Uh, talking about a stable you know, currency. Everybody knows that this government is not meeting its debt obligations. So certainly you would have a stable currency. Uh, we have an IMF you know, support coming in. Uh, majority of the expenditure, as we've seen, is not coming from individuals. It's coming from government. Why wouldn't you have a stable currency for the past eight months? So it's definitely not the reality. If, if we're talking about the ideal situation where government is meeting its debt you know, obligations, where you know, we have everything as normal, you're not going to have the city you know, being stable like this. So certainly, economic management has been in shambles. And I'm surprised that they're trying to tout you know, uh, Dr. Baumia's credentials. I have never heard him speak on the economy since the economy started being in tatters. I mean, let us be frank. Whenever they have spoken, they have actually attributed the situation to Ukraine and, of course, in the, to COVID. But everybody knows that that's not a reality. That's not the truth. They have mismanaged this economy. Of course, if you look at the other candidate, Efriye, Dr. Efriye Akoto, nobody can tell you that you know, that sector had never performed. You know, the planting for food and jobs had been in shambles. He had actually come out with a very knee-jerk strategies you know, uh, cutting food from the village to the city center to, to Accra, just a nine-day wonder, nothing happened. 
So I don't think that they are telling the truth. Obviously, it's their work. They're supposed to protect their candidate. But I think that this is the first time in the life of the MPP presenting very weak candidates. Now, the Asante Regional Security Council has warned against the deployment of heavily built men and other uh, private security services to polling stations for Saturday's presidential primary of the new patriotic party. Personal, personal security of various government officials are also banned from assessing the inner perimeter of polling stations. In a press release, the RECSEG insists security of the polls will be the sole responsibility of the state security. Nanei Ojima has more on the region's preparation for the election. Ashanti region has the second largest number of delegates in the NPP presidential primary with 39,987 delegates. Two of the four aspirants trace their roots to the region. Former Minister for Agriculture, Dr. Osofi Yakuto, and former MP for Mampong constituency, Francis Adenimo. And I call upon the delegates to consider these visions that I'm sharing with you, both for the party and the nation, and compare it with my competitors who also want to bear the flag, to see for yourselves, not to be, dis- to be distracted by money, because how much money can anybody give you? So it's an open field, depending on how you reach out. I come from the region. I'm a pure Ashanti by birth. Both parents of mine come from here. So I'm a pure Ashanti by birth. I'm also a Northerner by education because I studied at Navrongo uh, secondary for five years, and that is how I've been able to rise in my educational career. Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia had a commanding victory in the Superdelegates Conference in the Ashanti region, polling 97 of the 119 votes. Some identifiable groups of the new patriotic party at the KJTR and racecourse markets have made an appeal to delegates to repeat the gesture made the vice president in the superdelegates congress. Dr. Baumia was very instrumental in Ekufado's tenure. It's obvious that he understands government better than the others. We urge the delegates to vote for him on Saturday. As traders, we interact a lot with our customers, and they all say Dr. Baumia is the right person. We urge them to vote him. Another contender, Ken Ejapon, seems to be making gains in the region. The release by the Ashanti Region Rexec on the election is signed by Minister Simon Osayemensa. The statement bad bodyguards of ministers and other government appointees from the inner perimeter. They are also not expected to carry any weapons to the premises. Motorbikes, which are mostly used in perpetrating violence, are not allowed in and around the premises for the election.
to prevent taking of photos of ballots, delegates are not to carry their phones to the inner premises of the polling stations. Persons with intent of wearing T-shirts or items with pictures and signage of any aspirants are cautioned to exercise restraint. Only staff of the Electoral Commission, accredited polling agents of aspirants and delegates voting are allowed within the inner perimeter of the premises. All delegates are further advised against staying at the polling stations after casting their ballots. Though Rexec is expecting all delegates to strictly adhere to the directives, they have given the security agencies the mandate to deal with any person who fouls the directives mainly in the Ashanti region, which remains the stronghold of the new patriotic party, are highly expectant of the results of the presidential primary. For Joy News, Nanae Aojima reporting. Now, founder and leader for Movement for Change, Alan Kwajo Tremanting, has charged members of his political movement to help ensure his victory in 2024. Speaking at the registration of volunteers for the movement in the Ashanti region, Mr. Chermanting said ending the continuous rule of both the MPP and the NDC will bring some significant change into Ghana's governance system. He says the political fortunes of the country have, have remained significantly low due to the economic instability spearheaded by the MPP and the NDC. And Abuachi Yadam has the rest of the story. The independent political group Movement for Change If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfer subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. By former Trade and Industries Minister Alan Chamatin, is poised for victory in the 2024 presidential election. On Wednesday, November 1st, 2023, the movement took to the streets of Kumase to register volunteers to help in their campaign to secure victory. Speaking at the first volunteer orientation and registration in Kumase, leader of the movement, Alan Chematin, charged members to help put an end to the over 30-year rule of both MPP and NDC. <laughs> Ghanaians say the 32-year rule of NDC and MPP has not yielded any positive results. Now, 32 years of the history of any country is very significant. And now, yet Ghana, and China, and China. It took China less than 30 years to transform from one of the poorest countries into the second biggest economy in the world. 30 years. It is time for change. 
Mr. Chematen is optimistic of forming the next government come 2024. Movement, you know, we want to move Ghana beyond the duopoly of NDC and NPP. The movement wants to move Ghana beyond the duopoly of NDC and NPP. We should all bring our minds together to rule the country. Communications team member for the movement, Hope Adoye, says the first step of registering volunteers has yielded positive results. He says over 4,000 members have been registered so far. It's a movement. I mean, everywhere people have been activated and they are calling every day in and out that they want to be part of it and we show them how to register. Even yesterday, yesterday, just uh, uh, within uh, two, three hours, they registered 4,700 people around KJTR Adum area. Just yesterday, 4,700 people. So we should tell you the willingness of the people to join the movement. And I don't see it as a uh, a party structure where you need to go through bureaucracy and all those kind of things. So it's going to be spontaneous and uh, people, you know, the enthusiasm of the people will just move the movement like a, a, a bushfire. Mr. Chamatin is expected to begin his campaign across all 16 regions of Ghana in the coming days. For Joe News, Nana Kumase. This is still Johnny's Prime. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back. Hey, Charlie, what number? The malaria will not be down, eh? Hey, Charlie, no joke. Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got it tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out malaria one time. When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing Arthemita and Lumifantrin. Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria. Great to have you back. Thank you. No problem. Malatu is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. It feels like becoming an entrepreneur aside academics is never going to be possible when you're in school. Mainly because we feel that we are young and we don't have the resources and the guts to be one. But if you believe in yourself and you have the passion to become an entrepreneur, then you already are. Staying ahead in a highly competitive environment requires applying creativity and innovation to every aspect of your journey to becoming an entrepreneur. Presently, entrepreneurship is driven by creativity and innovation to attain business objectives. The explosion in technology, business, entrepreneurship, and consumption in this new era is as a result of the ongoing application of innovation. Milton Bell once said, if opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. So, if you are ready to be an entrepreneur, Heritage Christian College is ready for you. Heritage Christian College moves you from a wantrepreneur to become an entrepreneur. About one third of a million people 
live with HIV in Ghana. Close to 10,000 of them die each year, mostly as a result of a lack of antiretroviral drugs and adherence. In fact, close to 57% of children under 14 years living with HIV do not receive antiretroviral drugs, again as a result of inadequate funds to provide them with medication. Life expectancy for these children is grim. The big worry, close to 16,300 people are newly infected with HIV each year. With this alarming rate of HIV infections, all of us are in danger. And Ghana is headed for an epidemic explosion if nothing is done now to avert it. While the Ghana AIDS Commission is working hard to overturn the situation, the Commission urgently needs funding support from corporate Ghana and individuals to save lives. We're therefore appealing to you, corporate entities and individuals, to support the National HIV and AIDS Fund by dialing star 9898-HASH on MTN and Vodafone and follow the prompts or pay into the National HIV and AIDS Fund account number 101-863-161-3233, Bank of Ghana. Your donation will be used to prevent new infections and provide care for people living with HIV, including children affected by AIDS. For further information, please call Ghana AIDS Commission on 302 919260 or email info at ghanaids.gov.gh. Give to save a life today. Ghana AIDS Commission partnering to eliminate HIV and AIDS. Every day, people have money emergencies. Mom, I need my school emergency. Mommy, chop money emergency. Emergency, emergency. Catch it. I'm your rent. Emergency. Now, there's a new emergency number in town. More money, more money, challenge and enjoyment. At the top life we got. Dial star 770 hash for all your money emergencies and chop life. Dial star 770 hash for money emergencies and get easy and quick access to your money, loans, and other banking needs. Echo Bank, the Pan African Bank. That's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow. It has a working surface like it. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see S-I-N-T-E-S syntax. That is so true, my daughter. When it falls down, it will spoil That's not true. But why? Why? <laughs> Syntex was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? When you're little, days are extremely busy. Work. Traffic jams, meetings, conference calls, 
Luckily, our mom is here to take good care of us with day-by-day baby and day-by-day kids and their naturally active ingredients. Our skin is hydrated, soothed, and protected all day long. Yes. Welcome back from the break. Now, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Regional Integration says it has not received any request for mass evacuation from Ghanaian citizens living in Israel. Israel's war on Hamas has led to the death of over 9,000 persons with countries such as the United States of America carrying out an evacuation exercise for their nationals willing to be evacuated. At the start of the war, in a video, uh, a video emerged on social media with some individuals purported to be Ghanaians in Israel calling for help. However, in an interview with Blessed Soga on Foreign Affairs, Governor said Dankwa Ghana's ambassador at large and special advisor to the Minister of Foreign Affairs says the video circulating on social media is fake, while adding that no request has been made for an evacuation. Um, uh, as of now, we have not received requests from our citizens uh, to be evacuated. So, of course, the government um, has learned a lot of lessons Mm -hmm. from especially what happened in Ukraine and so on. And um, we are ready to to bring our people uh, home to safety if it becomes necessary. But but you're not considering that now? Well, I mean, uh, it's something that uh, we think about. But again, as I said, you know, there was uh, uh, something people said was a fake video of Ghanaians in Gaza. Yes, you know, I've seen that video too. And, and, and so, of, of course, asking, we were yeah, very worry. much um, uh, concerned. And this also says something about the environment that we live in with uh, disinformation and, uh, you know, all kinds of uh, uh, weaponized um, use of social media platforms. So, so you say so these, we were worried. Were not, these were not Ghanaians? Is well, that well, what your assessment we is? We went to great here? lengths yeah, okay, right. because, of course, we were concerned mm-hmm. and we wanted to do whatever we could to secure them. Uh, and in that case, uh, the information we got was that it was not genuine. Now, going back to Israel and Palestine, right. Ghana's position Uh, on that issue has not changed. Um, You know, we've always supported the two-state solution um, based on secure and recognized borders for Israel uh, and the Palestinians. So obviously you have to deal with that. But one Uh, of the elements also is the religious aspect. And while this war may be remote from you know our territories the fear is that there's a possibility of an you know the the ripple effect spreading through um you know the world and also ghana the point about how the country may be divided along religious lines given the war going on in the middle east are you mindful of the possible threats to national security and what are you doing to de-escalate tension in that in that manner blizzard this is also one of the uh, misunderstandings of the situation. Uh, what is happening in Gaza or southern Israel is not 
religious in the sense that uh, and I'm, I'm choosing my words carefully in the sense that um, Palestinians um, have a huge number of Christians you, you know you can you can check the whatever Hamas um, I assume proclaims the Islamic Jihad which is different so for Ghanaians to look at the situation through the prism of religion will be totally uh, you know it's difficult to to make the argument again as I'm saying Ghana has taken a balanced and fair approach and the majority of member states of the UN agree with us now, Electoral and Ghana Limited has donated items to the winners of the National Science and Maths Quiz. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match must keep IRA for five years match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera pero este comenzará en tu mente ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. It was part of the promise made by the company on whoever won the competition and part of their social responsibilities. There is more in the following report. This donation was part of commitments they made to winners of the competition and as a key sponsor for this year's contest. The marketing manager for Electroland Ghana Limited, Adisa Kumbra, said the donation was part of their corporate social responsibility. We are here today to do a presentation of excellence to the hard-working um, boys who competed in the National Science and Math Quiz 2023. And as a stakeholder in the broadcast of the quiz, it is only in line that we fulfill one of the corporate social responsibility we noted, and that is to reward any of the schools that emerge winner. And so that is why we are here this morning to present to all the three contestants, uh, NASCO 43 Smart Television and NASCO Bluetooth Speaker. This is to aid them in learning because we are in the digital world and we are a technology company so it should make it easy for them to be able to connect their mobile devices, their tablet devices or even their computers to a bigger screen to aid them in learning. The headmaster of the Presbyterian School, David Odija thanked Electroland for recognizing their efforts and assured them of good use of the television. We received the items on behalf of the board chairman, Dr. Ernesto Furisapon, and on behalf of the school's management staff and students, and to extend our appreciation to Electroland and their partners for this gesture. We are grateful for their donation, especially for 
recognizing the achievement of the school. One of the contestants, Samuel Seshwe Echampong, who spoke on behalf of the students, thanked Electrolang for their kind gesture. This is the eighth time the school is winning the contest. Half of the team, we want to extend our gratitude to Electrolang Limited for um, the donation. and want to thank them for recognizing the efforts that have gone into the winning of this year's competition and we hope they'll continue to sponsor the national science and math quiz so education in ghana is going to reach a higher a higher level through it karen obeng's reports read to you this is still johnny's prime we'll take a quick break we'll be back with showbiz Because of my fruitelli. It's a Would you like my fruitelli? Fruitelli, all natural fruit juice and the perfect way to the heart. Who loves you because of your fruitelli? This advert is FDA. A caprenu, a ya, a nutrient proof for say a bibber otadia. Padia unsan kotonu impilu na me kanfu SCP amam SCP ewo tema shahel ewo na factory kesie no esi edie na ape pavement blocks boss ankasa ankasa ena die di si gen biara no okwa shahela SCP ebe mabi se opese o sudan na pete ogu concrete enya fi na koto cement akopa bo akopa nwa o fre SCP ya card concrete ya messing the da with quality cement warm on baba gule kama amao so whatema afienya dodowa aflawo bon eni mpatem ho nyinara ye office e was printers road ye ni papa ye restaurant ni di hwedi mu for scp was 0501672608 ana to free number 0800626262 Even more mula by staking from one Ghana city to 350 Ghana cities, and you could win 26 times your stake on the exciting new pick one game from Game Park. Play by dialing star 946 hash on all networks via our website or download the Game Park app on www.gameparkgames.com. Choose your pick one number from 1 to 36, place your stake. And watch our live draws on Adum TV at 9 a.m., 12 p.m., and 6 p.m. daily. Hey, live life like me with Game Park. Game Park, more mula, more power. This game is regulated by the National Lottery Authority, not for persons under 18. Play responsibly. Here's the thing about us. We're all more than just one thing. Like Grace here, all her students call her the best teacher ever. As for Grace's teacher, all she can say is, hmm, she 
She has a following that is sometimes harder to impress. Well, Minister of Home Finance, we are impressed. That's why we offer every kind of banking solution for every kind of you. Limited So welcome back from the break. Let's do showbiz now and Noella Karin Yale is hello, hello, hello. Hiya. What's up? I'm well. Okay. So I have feedback for you, but I'll tell you after. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you after our segment. Okay. But anyway, you know, we wrapped up the month of October just two days ago. Yes. Yeah. And while we did normally, you know, our friends in Europe, uh, yes. you know, wrapped up with Halloween. And oh. uh, one of them mm. is our very own Becky, who's all the way. Who's hey. <laughs> all the way. I miss you her. miss her, right? I miss, I miss her, her too. I miss her too. Uh, we can't wait to have you back, yeah. Becky, if you're watching. Uh, but she's all the way in the United States of America. And she found mm. this report on Halloween. Oh. Well, Halloween, well, a lot of people don't celebrate it. I don't know why, but yeah, most people don't celebrate it. So when we go out there, there's not that much people actually um, walking around or giving candy. That is one of the many definitions of the popular Halloween celebration observed in many countries on October 31. According to Wikipedia, it's the observance of Al Halotide, a time in the year dedicated to remembering the dead, including saints and the faithful departed. Today, the day has become a celebration of horror, often associated with the supernatural. According to US-based musician Kay William, the day has nothing to do with the devil as widely speculated. So Halloween is tricky. When I was in Ghana, I used to see Halloween as Satan's birthday, like it's a demonic thing and all that. Yes, there's a, there's a whole historical bit of it that you need to look into and all, but it's become desensitized, if I should say, and it's less demonized now. If you just focus on the fact that it's just people, it's now a marketing thing for a lot of people. It's just like a celebration where people just want to dress up as their favorite celebrity, favorite meme, favorite scene in a movie, and they just do something. Celebrities on this day and children alike get to dress up as their favorite characters or personalities along with the accompanying costumes. For the little ones, it's all about the candies. Halloween to me means free candy and also 
Um, I think Halloween is very fun because it's time to spend with families and friends going to each door and knocking and taking all their candy. I ate like one candy every day. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to do that again. So what does Halloween mean to you? Free candy. Trick or treat? I hope you had an amazing October. Welcome to November. Exciting. That's really, really And exciting. there goes our Becky. Yeah. There ah, goes. that's so sweet. Yeah, huh? and that cute boy in there. Yeah. I, I wish to have a cute son like that one day. I have a, I have a cute then, son now. Yeah, I know you yeah, do. So, Very brilliant boy. Yeah. Your son. What are you saying? <laughs> Very brilliant. She, he's not even speaking. How do you know? Oh, but... So you, you think he's not going to be brilliant? He is going to be. Brilliant. Exactly. That's my point. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about Kwame Eugene. Uh, he was on Showbiz A to Z. And uh, you know he signed on to Empire, Empire oh, label. Yeah, of course. He oh. signed a deal uh, with Empire. That's an international record label. And he has been speaking about the influence the, you know, the record label has on his music now. Oh. has changed the style of doing music mm. and apparently he has his own YouTube account now and he's pretty much excited about that. Oh. Since Empire came into the picture, mm. I monitor Ling's YouTube account and I monitor your YouTube account and I see now you put all the videos on your account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why that? I mean, there's, there's, there should be a change. Okay. You understand? There should be a change. And things are, things are not running like it used to be now. So, I think, uh, I think it's, it's one beautiful thing that has been, mm. that, that has mm. changed, that I'm, I'm actually glad about. Okay. Yeah. Now, I have my own YouTube account. And I, it, I had it not long ago, and I have over 70,000 subscribers already. Mm. Mm. And, and yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. I'm sure by December I'll hit like hundred thousand subscribers, mm. and and I mean I appreciate every support that is coming in. But I love that movement. That, that so it's it's just beautiful to wake up and see that okay, this is mine. This this is the property that that is in my hand one day. Yeah, is that you're yeah. enjoying? Yeah. So are your handlers also particular about the language you use in your songs? Very. More very. In, more English, right? Yeah, yeah. How 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 much of a percentage for for English content? This this it's 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 not solely about English for them. It's okay. about it's about understanding the, okay. the comprehension of the people out there. Mm. How mm. people can get to understand what you're talking about, so they can buy into it. And we know that the, the songs that are making big waves out there are songs that are English language influenced. Yeah, you understand. Yeah. So you have to yeah. put a percentage of that vibe in there. Mm. Right, so that was Kwame Eugene. And, mm. uh, yeah, he's happy. We're happy for him as well. Okay. When are you getting your YouTube account? Um, I have a YouTube you account. I'm not very active, but hopefully I will be. Um, I'll yeah. be counting on you when you have one million anyway. All right. Amen. That's how we wrap up the bulletin. There is more on myjoyonline.com. Upness is prime business with uh, award-winning Emma, Emma Davis. Davis. <laughs> okay. Bye. So thank you very much. The 
2023 EcoBank Joy News Habitat Fair is more than an exhibition. It's the gateway to your dream home. Don't miss this chance to make informed decisions about every aspect of your living space. Join us at the Accra International Conference Center from Thursday, November 23rd to Sunday, November 26th, 2023. This year, we are diving into the theme of home ownership, exploring the nuances between affordability, comfort, and luxury. We are bringing everything housing under one roof just for you. See you there. The Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair is in partnership with Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank, and powered by the Plant City Extension Project from Cities and Habitats, Rent to Own, and sponsored by Elegant Homes and General Constructions Limited, where quality meets value. Global Lighting, your solution to quality lighting. Syntex Tank, Air Strong, Air Tough, Springfield Estates, where dreams are built, virtual security, complete security solution, DBS, your roof experts, virtual InfoSec Africa, security solutions by design, St. Gobain, making the world a better plan, Clifton Homes, beautiful homes, wise investments, the Kissington Heights, Airport City, Kumasi, by HDG Homes Limited. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. you. The very thought of it fuels you. And even when the road gets rocky, you keep going just to get the results that matter. It could be about you. It could be the lives you touch. 
It could be about something dear to your heart. Such results leave a sweet lingering smile, a sense of fulfillment. That's why you work till late, yet rise with the sun. Yes, your drive knows no limit. Do it with Stanwick Bank, where we spare you on to get the results that matter. Hey Charlie, what number? The malaria really knocked you down, eh? Charlie, no joke. Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out malaria one time. When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing Arthemeter and Lumefantrine. Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria. Great to have you back. Thank you. No problem. Malatu is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. To you by Ecobank, the Pan African Bank. It's time you switch to Bell Pack today. Welcome to Prime Business with me, Emma Davis. The Finance Ministry has made significant progress towards the settlement of $140 million Trafigura judgment debt. That's according to Ghana's High Commissioner to UK and Ireland, Papa Ozu Ankuma. It's coming after the Singaporean commodity trading firm moved to seize one of Ghana's commercial properties and possibly other assets in London to defray the debts. But Papa Wusu Ankuma says government has made some progress with the issue. 
No, I know the Ministry of Finance is taking steps to settle <laughs> the debt. Yes, yes. And yes. Would, you, would, you, would you say that uh, never again? Because uh, for you, the, the worry and the tap. No, I, 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 I would not say. I would not say never again. You know, don't forget that I've also been Attorney General before, and I. Sometimes I appreciate I appreciate uh, some of these things. I mean, uh, there are cases you believe that well, there are cases that you should fight to the teeth. You know, uh, sometimes it's a matter of principle. You, you need to take a stand in respect of certain matters. So yes, I would say that. Well, let's hope never again do we have it. No, I mean, as a senior counsel <laughs> as well, some would say that well, well, expertise also could have been sought. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm the high commissioner. I mean, when it comes to uh, this is basically, you're a senior lawyer. Yeah, this, this, this is really this is this is really a financial matter. Yeah, and I know, uh, yes, government has to prioritize payments, particularly at the time when we are going to the IMF. You know, it, it's tough. I mean, uh, we will be caught between the rock and the hard place, mm. the devil and the deep blue sea. Yeah. But the assurance is that no. We're going to move out shortly, mm. and uh, I'm sure if you, when you go home and you talk to the uh, finance minister, well, uh, confidential, confidentiality accepting, yeah. he may give you uh, an update on it. I mean. A senior finance lecturer at the University of Cape Coast Business School, Sayram Kawa, says he strongly agrees with the view of Fitch ratings that the Bank of Ghana's foreign reserves will hit $7.7 billion in 2025. According to him, the reserves may even be more as a result of the International Monetary Fund supported program. Speaking to Joy Business, Mr. Kawa said this will boost the foreign exchange market and consequently strengthen the city against the dollar and other major foreign currencies. I strongly hold the view that yes, we can build the foreign reserve up to three months and even more looking at the rate at which we are moving. Mm. It's going to have a major impact on the performance of the city once you have enough reserve there will not be any much pressure on us uh, we're going to have more inflows and then we're also going to enhance our uh, fiscal um, stabilization policy to ensure that government spends within the limit hence boosting the foreign exchange earnings and strengthening the uh, the foreign exchange rates that we have in the economy. Because once we have enough uh, foreign reserve, it means that you don't have more pressure on you as you move ahead. So you can easily use your reserve to buy the things that you want to buy. The second deputy governor of the Bank of Ghana, Dr. Elsie Awaji, has stated that stakeholders in the corporate restructuring and insolvency industry can always learn from international best practice in journals to enhance operations in the sector. According to her, observations from other jurisdictions will provide array of lessons to advance delivery in the industry. 
The following report has more. An association of professionals with an interest in restructuring and insolvency formed on 8th August 2006 to play a leadership role in corporate restructuring, business recovery and insolvency in Ghana. Speaking at the launch of the mating edition of the corporate restructuring and insolvency journal published by Garia, second deputy governor of the Bank of Ghana, Elsie Adu Awaji said, players in the sector will get the opportunity to explore from the experiences of others in the corporate insolvency industry. The Corporate Insolvency and Restructuring Journal is designed to be the mouthpiece of Ghana's relatively young but fast evolving insolvency and restructuring industry. It provides professionals in this space a place to provide thought leadership on various issues pertaining to or affecting the practice of corporate insolvency and restructuring. And it is my personal hope that this journal would also lead the public discourse, would shape the public discourse when it comes to matters of corporate failures um, and such, because sometimes the reporting around it and the discourse around it um, hasn't been very charitable. And hopefully this journal would help to shape uh, a new culture that is more supportive of business rescues um, and, and restructuring and insolvency practice going forward. On his part, the CEO of Garia, George Fosu, said the journal was produced to complement the company's code. The genesis of the journal um, began some, probably some 10 years ago, um, when, or maybe more than that, when um, Felix Addo, the president of Garia, um, started his journey um, towards um, insolvency. Um, what, what him and a group of other professionals found out was the fact that the company's code was quite inadequate to address um, the trajectory that Ghana was on as in the context of its integration into the global economy. Felix Addo is the president of Garia. He has been sharing some views on the journey to publish the journal. A couple of years ago, when we bumped into each other in one of these events, and uh, she intimated that, uh, well, for uh, an organization to be truly recognized as a thought leadership organization, and also to be a professional association, in addition to having a body of knowledge, having a code of ethics, having members registered and a membership uh, committees and all those things, and paying dues, we shouldn't forget that. Uh, we should have a journal too. Energy strategist Dr. Yusuf Suleimana has urged African leaders to remain resolute in ensuring the African continental free trade area becomes a game changer of making Africa self-resilient. According to him, that can be the panacea to minimize the impact of the Israel-Hamas war on the continent when it comes to oil prices. He was reacting to the World Bank's warning that oil prices could hit $150 per barrel as a result of the escalating Israel-Hamas conflict. An African continent, Ghana, they say our vulnerability is our ex- excessive dependent on external I mean, importation of uh, commodities. 
So what we need to do is that the World Bank is spot on on that. We have, they are just telling us that we have to be self-reliant. And we mentioned it several times. They also mentioned of this trade route. If you look, if you remember the last time, I mentioned the fact that Ghana or uh, Ghana is a host to what we call AFTA. AFTA has been formed for how many years? And I think the impact is not being felt now. So what I would urge is that we have the right conduit, and AFTAC is number one. If you have AFTAC and it works and works very well, then, you know, trade barriers are broken, trade barriers are seamlessly, you know, um, trade restrictions are seamlessly removed. I think it's going to have a lot. For if we begin to trade among ourselves, and um, most of this external impact, we're not going to feel it. And that, I, I guess I'm so surprised that um, African continent will trade more with external parties than we trade among ourselves. What is wrong with us? I think that's a problem there. We need to look into that. And so, yes, uh, the way out, the credible conduit out of this quagma, whenever it fits, whenever it, it does take hold, center hold within the global economy, will be to be self-reliant. And we have every opportunity to do that. Let's have refineries. Let's not depend too much on importation. If you have refineries, that will help. If you make use of conduit like after after development bank and the rest, I think these are our, our, our best bets. And if you do them and make them work and work prof- and work well, uh, rather, most of this external impact, we don't want to feel them that much. Now, British Airways is ruling out any plan to move all its Heathrow Accra Heathrow flights to Gatwick, following the introduction of the Gatwick Accra Gatwick route three times a week. British Airways in 2021 announced decision to move flights from the premium Heathrow Airport to Gatwick, a decision that was seriously rejected by government. There are fears that this new Gatwick operation is part of a grand scheme to return to that plan that was abolished. But in an exclusive interview with Joy Business in London, Chief of Planning and Strategy at British Airways, Neil Alan Chenoff, says there was a there was no such plan on the table. Ultimately, what we were looking to do was to be able to grow our capacity between London and Ghana. Um, and by adding those three additional frequencies, we were able to increase our seats by about 35%. Um, and in fact, we've already announced that in April of next year, we're going to go to four weekly flights instead of three. Um, and so we'll see an additional 55% increase in seat capacity. For us, when we're looking to add routes um, and whatever that destination is, I mean, ultimately, we, we'd look at one, where do we have aircraft available and is there something unique that we can provide by serving a destination from multiple airports? One of the biggest challenges we've had as we've been recovering from the pandemic was we grounded our 747 fleet. We currently have 12 less long-haul aircraft than we had pre-pandemic and so often finding aircraft to be able to grow is really challenging for us. One of the advantages that we thought about offering the additional flights from Gatwick was if you actually look at where individuals who are flying to Accra um, to visit friends and family, tourism, business, or individuals from Ghana who are visiting London, um, there's various parts of London into which those individuals are traveling, and there's actually a large community of people where Gatwick Airport is actually more convenient for them than Heathrow. Mm -hmm. And so I think the benefit of offering that dual airport is, one, the importance of the flight to London London allows us to provide some pretty unique connectivity to the United States and Canada. Um, 
with Gatwick, um, although we do have less connectivity there, we do have a short haul operation there, um, and that can provide connections to more tourist destinations around Europe. And so we think those two offer kind of a balance of choice for, for customers. So I get it right, more of trying to offer connectivity to a lot of Ghanaians who are living in that part of London to connect to, to Accra. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it, like I said, if you look at kind of various areas where people either originate or may be visiting in London, um, there is a certain part um, and a large group of people who actually Gatwick is a much more convenient airport. Um, and like, and that is not necessarily, you know, we do that across our network as an example. You know, we offer lots of flights to New York from London, but we also offer a flight from Gatwick because for some individuals that's a more convenient airport. Um, similar thing to Cape Town, similar thing to Las Vegas, to Orlando, and so it is something we do across the system. Let's, let's talk about price, and I know that for you it's about the roots, and price could be uh, another responsibility, but again, what is the price different? If I'm flying to Heathrow and Gatwick, is there any differential in terms of pricing? Mm. Or it's, it, it's virtually the same. For, for, for some normal passenger, they'll be thinking about, you know, price being a major decision yeah. in taking that decision to fly or not to fly. Yeah. Look, I think price is very dynamic in the market. It depends what other airlines are offering a price and also very dependent on supply and demand. Um, now, it is true that Gatwick as an airport is a less expensive airport in which to fly into. Um, and so the cost that passengers or airlines pay at that airport is much less than Heathrow. Heathrow is one of the most expensive airports in the world, and ultimately that does end up in the ticket price. Um, you probably would have, Air Mauritius recently moved their flight from Heathrow to Gatwick, um, and maybe part of that was, was around that. Um, but one of the other things, too, is that if you look at the aircraft that we fly, um, so we're flying the 350 from Heathrow, and we're flying a 777 from Gatwick. That 777 has more economy seats. Um, it's less premium heavy, and so that should offer kind of more access, particularly for those who are trying to fly into economy, um, better pricing because there'll be more seats in the market for them. So, so I, I get the fact that if someone is flying from Gatwick to Accra, it will be less expensive than flying from Heathrow to Accra. Well, I think, like I said, pricing is very dynamic and it depends a bit on demand. Um, but because if you look at the way uh, ultimately what in, in, in an airline price is what the airline charges, but then what the airport charges on top of that, um, and what the airport charges on top of that is less expensive at Gatwick than at Heathrow. You, you, you mentioned the Air Mauritius moving from Heathrow to Gatwick. For a lot of Ghanaians and for people who are flying from Accra to London, there's a history and they are worried about your plan to offer more options for people who are flying to London. Mm. They fear that there could be a future plan where people who are flying from Accra to London will lose the Heathrow route mm. and there's a history and so how do you diffuse those who are worried about the fact that maybe there is a grand plan in the future that people flying from Accra to London will lose their access to the Heathrow route. Yeah. Look I can guarantee you there is no plan to 
sort of start the route from, let's say, Gatwick and move the Heathrow route over to Gatwick. Um, we've been flying to Ghana for 86 years. I looked that up recently. Um, and, and look, there, there was a time, this goes back, I believe, two years ago, um, where we looked to move the Heathrow route to Gatwick. Um, and at the time, that was because we were very, very constrained on capacity at Heathrow. Um, and as we were trying to balance how can we utilize our aircraft at Gatwick, utilize our aircraft at Heathrow, um, we had looked at making that move. Um, and one thing that Gatwick tends to work well is if there are more point-to-point passengers um, because we do offer less connectivity than Heathrow. Away from aviation to a Greek, the Department of Animal Science of the University of Ghana has commenced a trial on the adaptability and growth performance of some five dual-purpose chicken breeds under the farmer management systems. The project, dubbed the Tropical Poultry Genetic Solution, is a two-year genetics innovation strategy that seeks to test and identify high-producing farmer-preferred chicken genotypes. The initiative aims at reducing poverty while strengthening food and nutrient and nutrient security for rural households. There's more in this report. Despite Ghana's poultry industry suffering varied setbacks in recent years, the demand for poultry products is on ascendancy. Reports suggest about 80% of local poultry keepers depend on indigenous scavenging chickens, which have low meat and egg-producing potential. Under the Tropical Poultry Genetic Solution Project, the Department of Animal Science, University of Ghana, is experimenting with new poultry breed for higher production performance. Ricky Abajipoku is a deputy project lead. The performance of these local indigenous chickens are quite poor in terms of productivity. Small body weight, give you fewer eggs, uh, even though they are adaptive to the environment. So there was the need to research into how best we can improve these breeds, local breeds, blend them with some of the commercial, and then get good performing birds. But when you do those engineering, you need to do some trial on field because uh, you've done the engineering all right, but it might not necessarily work on the field, you understand. So there was a need for us to do this field trial to see the adaptiveness of these new breeds that we are bringing on board. The new breeds are a hybrid of exotic and indigenous poultry species reared for both meats and eggs. Dr. Raphael Ayizanga is with the Department of Animal Science, UG. Uh, we are going to try Sasso, Noela, Habad 1, Habad 2, and then Kuroila, which, uh, so the first phase we had Habad, which we mixed up, and then Kuroila. This time we are adding uh, three more, the Sasso, the Noela, and uh, we are going to separate the uh, Habad into Habad 1 and 2. We are trying all these lines because they have been tried elsewhere and found to they have increased body weight. Uh, weight at maturity has been much bigger than what we had, and then they are also laying more eggs. And we thought this one will give our farmers more money. What we have now, they are adapted more to our low input systems. Therefore, they don't give us as much as we, we, we want. And we want to move away from, uh, as I said earlier, farming as a way of life to farming as a business or a model for poverty alleviation. Ashanti Regional Livestock Officer Ajiman Prempo Fori is upbeat about the project's benefits for the region. 
with this intermediate base, the little feed you give, the little care you give, it is also giving you the maximum yield you want. So they are one, resilient to diseases, they can scavenge for feed, and the little feed you can support it with, you get your results. So coming into the middle of the local chicken and the foreign chicken, I think this, of course, is going to help our local farmers uh, make a headway in production. A beneficiary of the first phase, Comfort Champoma, a poultry farmer at Achim Ejampoma, explains the project has improved her livelihood. It wasn't easy initially, but I was able to make profits to invest into the business. I have more birds for sale in December. The trial is expected to be conducted across seven regions under three agroecological zones, including the transitional, forest, and coastal savanna zones. For Joy News, my name is Emmanuel Bright Kweku. Senior Investment Promotion Officer at Research Division of the Ghana Investment Promotion Center, Edmond Ofoli Onyame has called on businesses in the Bono region to collaborate with the Center for Profile Businesses and scale them up to attract the required investors. Speaking at a business forum in Tunyane, Mr. Foley said the collaboration will also help them project unknown businesses and address challenges affecting their businesses. Precious Semivore has the rest of the story. The Ghana Investment Promotion Center GIPC Regional Sensitization Tour in Sunyai brought together industry players, including the Regional Coordinating Council and Assemblies, for education on the functions of the center. The forum, supported by the World Bank, also aimed at identifying investment opportunities in the Bono region and showcasing them to investors as well as encouraging chiefs on the need to make lands available for investment purposes, among others. According to the GIPC's Senior Investment Promotion Officer, Research Division, Edmond Ofoli Onyame, local businesses must be positioned in a way that offers confidence to investors, hence the need for collaboration to profile businesses. We would like to be able to, like I mentioned, scale up those businesses through investment profiling. There are businesses who haven't really done their paperwork properly. There's a, you have to learn to profile your business. You have to learn to have maybe a, a, a business plan, for instance, if you are looking to engage a partner or engage an investor. The local business must have those things ready so that the, the, the investor can have some, some, some comfort and confidence in dealing with you as a local business. So it's one of the reasons why we are here, to ensure that these businesses are uh, upskilled in that in that sense and then they can provide us the documentation we'll be needing to showcase to investors at large he advised businesses to do due diligence on business models to ensure sustainability every time we want to set up businesses we give ourselves a number of years of research you have to do good due diligence you have to look at the terrain you have to look at the sector that you are focused on and ensure that you meet the needs of that sector so for instance if 
if you're in the tomato sec sector and you want to process tomato, you must have done some legwork and research on the processing of tomato and where to source your raw material. So the whole point about factories closing due to raw material is based on the business module that you, you have as a business. That's how we wrap up tonight on Prime Business with me, Emma Davis. For more business news, do log on to myjoyonline.com. Good night. November 4 marks a defining moment for the new patriotic party with top contenders like Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, outspoken maverick Kennedy Ohinie Japong, the tenacious Francis Adey Nimo, and former Agric Minister Ifriye Akuto, who will lead the NPP into the future. Joy News brings you the most comprehensive coverage of the NPP presidential primaries. We build up with our special political desk series, Fear Delegates, demystifying the concept of a delegate and giving you an intimate look at the real faces behind the term. Join Joy News for the insightful election eve analysis where our team of data and political analysts break down the intricate issues and voting trends. We will also bring you our mini-documentaries telling the stories of each of the aspirants. Be part of the moment. Be part of the decision. This November 4, stay informed. Stay with Joy News, your election headquarters. Sports segment. It's brought to you by... Commend the DBS Industries to you. Let's go to DBS Industries. Hello, kids! Are you ready to turn up the heat and show the world your culinary skills? It's that time again. It's the season three of the ultimate cooking competition for kids. It's Big Chef! This is your chance to prove to the world that your culinary creations are a recipe for success. Are you between the ages of 8 and 14 years and have the passion for cooking? Don't miss out on this sizzling opportunity. Share with us a 2 minutes video of yourself cooking your favorite meal to a WhatsApp number 055-157-5757. You have from now till 9th November 2023 to come along and let's turn these kitchen dreams into a reality. Big Chef, good meals by kids. Big Chef Season 3 is brought to you by Fritol. 
fortune rice, endomy, tasty tom, flora tissues, kiki juice drink, makana market. The 2023 Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair is more than an exhibition. It's the gateway to your dream home. Don't miss this chance to make informed decisions about every aspect of your living space. Join us at the Accra International Conference Center from Thursday, November 23rd to Sunday, November 26th, 2023. This year, we are diving into the theme of home ownership, exploring the nuances between affordability, comfort, and luxury. We are bringing everything happening under one roof just for you see you there the ecobank joy news habitat fair is in partnership with ecobank the pan-african bank and powered by the planned city extension project from citizen habitats rent to own and sponsored by elegant homes and general constructions limited where quality meets value global lighting your solution to quality lighting Syntex Tank, Air Strong, Air Tough, Springfield Estates, where dreams are built, Virtual Security, Complete Security Solution, DBS, your roof experts, Virtual Infosec Africa, Security Solutions by Design, St. Gobain, Making the World a Better Plan, Clifton Homes, Beautiful Homes, Wise Investments, The Kissington Heights, Airport City, Kumasi, by HDG Homes Limited. Welcome to Prime Sports with me, Razak Musbao, in the Ghana Premier League action today. In Sancho Mountain Football Club returned to the top of the top flight league uh, following their 1-0 win over Kumasi Asante Kotoko earlier today. Now, uh, the Steven Dio scored the only goal of the game as in Sancho Mountain picked up three points and extended the unbeaten record at home to 16 games. The Porcupine Warriors were reduced to 10 men two minutes after conceding as Henry Ansu received his second yellow card of the game before being given his marching orders. For Kotoko, it was their second defeat of the season, having already lost to the Vienna Gold Stars on match day two. Back to Mukwala. Up against Sadat. Sadat picks it up. It wasn't a good pass to a save, but so he ended up committing himself. Sharif delivers. Kalowatara was aiming to head the ball, but Ofori coming up with a very good interception. Here is Imano Kote. Now Manaf goes down in the box. Osebos who steps up. He kills one, but he just goes over the top. Too much elevation on it. It's a goal kick. It didn't dip in time, but the technique was good. The whip was good. But it was always rising and not dipping. Go kick. Raman returns it into the box. And that's nearly the first goal for Swatchaman. Didn't cross the line. Not that. No, I don't think so. Philippe Fori coming so close with his header. Onto the crossbar. Kotai to Collins Kujo. Good play from Kujo. Good hold up play. Looking for Maida. 
Emmanuel Kote swings it across. A chance for. Oh, beautiful goal. Abdul Manaf from Kote was brilliant, but Roman missed out and it fell to Manaf on his left foot. DU looked to have gotten the final touch. So that goal will be credited to DU and not Manaf. So that's the delivery. That's the drive from Manaf. Zeze, lovely play from Zeze, good movement from Zeze, he's put one through for Watara, Watara shoots, it took a deflection of a seven, so it's a corner for Asante Kotoko. Now there is a result, sees Kotoko maintain their ninth position on the league table, while in Saint-Germain now go one point clear over the Indiana Football Club, who are in second place. In the other game on Thursday, Heart of Lions suffered their first defeat of the season and moved to the bottom of the table after losing to Accra Lions at the Accra Sports Stadium. Now, uh, yesterday, however, Ghana Premier League club Legon Cities were attacked by armed robbers on the Bibiani Kumasi Highway as they made their way back to Accra following a league game on Wednesday afternoon against Summertex. The incident happened around 11 p.m. and the driver's side of the team bars was smashed and all possessions of the players and officials, including mobile phones, and laptops were taken. One player, Osman Amadou, sustained injuries. Kwame Jumo is the communications director of the club and he's been speaking to us about the incident. So I can confirm to you that uh, that's what exactly happened early this morning, somewhere around uh, a town called Tuasso. Uh, we got in there and uh, it appeared that there was a, a bit of a, a police barrier of a sort. Because normally when you're traveling at night or at dawn, you normally come across these barriers all over some of these places. So we thought it was a situation like that. We realized that a number of cars had been stopped, so we assumed that it was it was something similar to that kind of you know thing, only to realize that these guys were bandits. A few more guys uh, emerged from the bushes uh, by the roadside, got all the players to come out of the bus, um, got us down, uh, you know, pointed guns at the players and officials of the team. Uh, they went into the bus, took what they want. I've given you a list of some of the things that they have uh, taken from the team, got in there, took what they wanted. Um, after that, they just got back to the bushes and disappeared again. It was, it was a harrowing sight, but uh, thank God everyone is safe. We're back to Accra now and uh, uh, we'll, we'll make the necessary report to uh, the right authorities and then we'll take it from there. Then, but away from that, Ghana's Paralympic football team have been rewarded by President Tukufuado following their triumph in the recently ended Africa Paralympic Games. The Chief of Staff, Mrs. Frima Opare, who did the presentation on behalf of the President, lauded the National Paralympic Committee overseeing an outstanding tournament and encourage the team to continue to work hard to make Ghana proud in subsequent competitions. There is more in this report. The team, led by president of the Ghana Paralympic Committee, Samson Dean, presented their trophy to the presidency at the Jubilee House in Accra on Wednesday after the Black Challenge beat Morocco 2-1 in the finals of the first ever African Paralympic Games, which was hosted in Accra. Madam Chief of Staff, Today we are here to announce to you that out of the three sports, Morocco took medals in uh, wheelchair basketball, Algeria took for the female. In tennis, we had South Africa, we had Morocco, and we have uh, Nigeria, Kenya taking medals in that area. We are at the middle class stage as a nation, and hosting this event really helped us to learn a lot and to push our athletes to the highest ranking. 
This time, it was a host host time win. The gold medal, we won it. We won the cup. We won the best player. We won the best coach. And then we won the goalkeeper. And we want this record that we have set to be captured in the president's speech at the State of the Nation. Chief of Staff Akosia Frema Osayo Pari spoke on behalf of the president, Nanai Kufuadu, who was on official duty. I want to use this opportunity to congratulate the Ministry of Youth and Sports and the LOC for making it possible for Ghana to host this historic sports First sports festival, the first of its kind on the continent of Africa. You may recall, and certainly you do, on the 5th of January last year, when I hosted Mr. Andrew Parsons, the president of the International Paralympic Committee, IPC, seeking my consent for Ghana to organize the event. Even at that short notice, I said, it is doable. I'm proud that this has manifested and my government has been able to deliver the first Paralympic Games as a demonstration of our strong support and promotion of social inclusion and rights of the vulnerable in the society. The presidency also presented the team with an undisclosed amount of money for the outstanding performance in the tournament. I bring my um, president's speech to a close and happy to uh, present a token to all players and officials of the Ghana amputee football team. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. The Ghana amputee football team were crowned champions after coming from behind to beat Morocco 2-1 in the final of the 2023 African Paralympic Games football tournament at the Magdan Park in Accra, September 10, 2023. The Paralympic team will be in action again in the All-African Games, which is set to take place in March next year. Now, following his 103 million euros move from Dortmund to Real Madrid, Jude Bellingham has since become a sensation for the Spanish giant. In his first El Clasico game, he scored a brace to help Madrid record a comeback win over Barcelona, increasing his goal tally to 10 in 10 games. Along with his sensational performance is his trademark goal celebration, which is now taking over the world. In this report, we explore the iconic goal celebration and the potential of it overtaking Ronaldo's See You as the most popular goal celebration. Goal celebrations have over the years become part and parcel of sport and understandably so. The joy and emotions of firing in a winning goal that secures vital point or maybe a trophy must be channeled into something truly memorable while others go with simply hugging their teammates kissing the badge on their shirts or pointing towards the sky others take it a notch higher 
African football legend Roger Miller in the 1990 World Cup after scoring the winning goal against Colombia stole the show with a hip shimmying Makosa dance that caught the world's attention. Then there was Julius Agahua's acrobatic show in the 2002 World Cup as well as Ghana's dance routines at the 2010 and 2014 World Cups led by Asamojan. The list is endless. But arguably, none have gained popularity in recent times like Cristiano Ronaldo's. The peculiar celebration, which is now a decade old, was first seen during a preseason match between Real Madrid and Chelsea in August 2013. Ten years on, the celebration continues to be the most popular among sports fans. Interestingly, as we celebrate the 10th anniversary of the CU, another celebration is slowly gaining popularity also in Madrid. Jude Bellingham's iconic celebration is becoming the new sensation. The 20-year-old who joined the Spanish giant from Dortmund in a reported fee of about 103 million euros has suddenly become the face of the club and his iconic celebration, as simple as it is, is already spreading like wildfire. His consistent performances in what is his first season could be credited for this. Leading the La Liga goal king race with 10 goals in his opening 10 games, Bellingham is also making a strong impact in the Champions League. His 13 goals already this season in all competitions is now just a single goal off his entire total from last year. His impact was further emphasized when a brace in his first El Clasico helped Real Madrid complete a come-from-behind win over Barcelona. That was probably the biggest stage that has witnessed his majestic celebration in his young career. There's no doubt he is a special talent, and his boyhood club, Birmingham City, knew this when they returned his jersey at just 17 years of age. He is indeed a potential successor to the legacy of Ronaldo and Leo Messi, and winning the Copa Trophy at this year's Ballon d'Or attest to that question however is will it ever become as popular and influential as ronaldo's cu only time will tell but if he continues to drop top class performances like what he's doing it will be hard to bet against him for joy sports razak musbao well what do you think will it ever overtake Cristiano ronaldo's cu We'll wait to hear from you. We'll take a quick break and we'll come back. We'll talk about Manchester United, where Eric Ten Hag is optimistic of turning things around. And we hear from Manchester United fans what they think about it. Should Eric Ten Hag be shown the exit door? We'll be back. Please do stay. November 4 marks a defining moment for the new patriotic party with top contenders like Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, outspoken Maverick Kennedy Ohinie Japong, the tenacious Francis Ade Nimo, and former Agric Minister Ifriye Akuto, who will lead the MPP into the future. 
Joy News brings you the most comprehensive coverage of the NPP presidential primaries. We build up with our special political desk series, Fear Delegates, demystifying the concept of a delegate and giving you an intimate look at the real faces behind the term. Join Joy News for the insightful election eve analysis where our team of data and political analysts break down the intricate issues and voting trends. We will also bring you our mini documentaries telling the stories of each of the aspirants. Be part of the moment. Be part of the decision. This November 4, stay informed. Stay with Joy News, your election headquarters. Hello, welcome back. Now, Eric Ten Hag has vowed to fend things around at Manchester United following their Carabao Cup exit earlier uh, yesterday. Now, the Red Devils sustained a 3-0 loss to Newcastle United on home turf, marking a second consecutive defeat by a three-goal margin for the first time since 1962. It is also the first time that United have lost eight of their first 15 games in all competitions since the 1962-63 season as well as losing five of their first ten home fixtures for the first time since 1930 and 31 season. However, Eric Ten Hag maintains he is the man of, for the job and remains confident of turning things around. So, I, I'm a fighter and um, I know it's not always going, uh, going up. And... Yeah, you know, we have a lot of setback, setbacks this season so far, but also there you have to deal with it. And there is never an excuse. And I have said it before. And I know when um, when there are setbacks, then the routines in the way of play are not uh, are not similar, are not the same. But even then, you have to get the results in. And yeah, um, obviously Sunday. Tonight wasn't far from that. So we have to do things uh, right and at, uh, at a certain level, at a minimum level, to win games. Do you doubt yourself at all in terms of managing this club? Because maybe only externally, there's a lot of people asking questions about whether you are the right man, given what's happened over the last couple of days and last few weeks. Yeah. I understand that when the results are not there, that is also a logical process that they're questioning that. But yeah, I'm confident I can do it. I, with all my clubs, I've done it. And, and also last year, I did it here as well. But in this moment, um, we are in a bad place. And as I say, I take responsibility for it. I see it as a challenge. I, I'm a fighter. I'm in that fight, and yeah, I have to make sure that I share the responsibility with my players and that we stick together and fight together and get better results in. Now, what do Manchester United fans think about this? Ampon Bismarck is a Manchester United fan, and he joins me via Zoom just to get his thoughts on uh, the situation at his favorite club. 
Bismarck, thanks so much for making time with us on Joe News. Um, uh, first of all, just how do you feel about the situation at your club? And what do you make of Eric Ten Hag's position that he's a fighter and he's a man to turn things around for your club? Good evening. I hope you can hear me, please. Yeah, go ahead. We can hear you. Okay. It's, it's very unfortunate to see how a club size like Manchester United being like this is very, very unfortunate. It's been like this for after say, Alex Ferguson retired. David Moyes took over when Yossi Moreno came, Ole came, Ralph Ragnick came, you know, River Ha came. It has been hell as a Manchester United fan. If you look at the, your rival, Manchester City, what they are doing over the years, winning Premier League back-to-back, -back, winning the Champions League. We last won the Champions League in 2008. The club is not going any better. It is rather going backwards, retrogressing. It is not progressing. And people may think that it's only managers or the gaffers who are responsible for turning things around for the club. We have seen David Moyes come still the same. We have seen River Hakam still the same. Jose Moreno still the same. We've seen Ole Gunasoshek come still the same. Rafanik still the same. Now Eric Ten Hag. So you ask yourself, what is the problem for Manchester United? It is not only about the managers or the players, but also the owners, the Glazer families. If you look at a club size of Manchester United, where facilities are not even good enough if someone will work and will put in a good output, the environment must be very good for the person to put out his bed. But Manchester United, as I'm talking right now, is full of toxicity. So, so Bismarck, the what's your position? Uh, Bismarck, just, just to get you clear, do you want the coach to be sacked? Are you part of the bandwagon that are calling for uh, Eric Ten Hag to be shown the exit door? No, 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 no. I don't think changing managers is the way forward for Manchester United right now because we've done that and nothing has changed at the club. Mm. Changing managers is not the right way. There are so many issues at Manchester United. Yes, we know Eric Ten Hag must perform. There are certain things that he needs to do because since he took over, we've not seen the style of play that he used to do at Ajax. Yes, he has said that we can't see the style of play that he used to do at Ajax. Because there are different style, uh, profile of players at Ajax to Manchester United. But at least, there have to be a certain pattern of play. Mm. If you look at Tottenham Hospital, a new manager came, Angie, you can see the style of play. If you look at even Pochettino, look at Chelsea. When Chelsea is playing, though the results are not coming, but you see a certain style of play. But we have not seen that under Eric Ten Hag. But I don't subscribe to the fact that Changing managers will be the way forward for Manchester United. No. Thank it's you very a whole much, lot of Bismarck. things, yeah. a whole lot of issues that the club needs to be solved first. Mm. Well, Bismarck, thank you so much, and we appreciate your time. Bismarck is a Manchester United fan, and he is not for the sack of the head coach, Eric Ten Hag. He believes that uh, he should be given enough uh, support to turn things around. And that's where we draw the curtains on tonight's edition of Prime Sports with me, Razak Musbao. And I did this with the entire team, and we'll meet again same time tomorrow. Do have a lovely evening. Sports segments was brought to you by Mende DBS Industries to Youth. Let's go to DBS Industries.